Welcome to the Making Money in Multifamily show, where we discuss everything to do with multifamily real estate investing. We believe it's the best way to gain financial freedom and build lasting wealth. This is where you'll find the best information and practices to help you succeed in your real estate business, whether you're already experienced or just starting out. Here's your host, Dave Morja. In an attempt to learn more about how successful business and real estate professionals think, I ask every guest of the show my five key questions. These questions are meant to give you, the listener, a glimpse at what makes a successful real estate professional tick on both a personal and business level. If you could only pick one trait that explains your success, what is that trait and why? Persistent. Just never let go, never give up, just keep going. No matter what other people are are telling you, just believe in yourself. And I know it sounds cliche, but even if you don't keep saying that and until you believe it, a lot of people you know, achieved great success when no one believed them and, and uh, they, they did a lot of work and just were persistent. I think persistence is the number one thing that kept me going and that is basically responsible for my success so far. What is the most uncharacteristic thing you've done in your business and why did you do it? Uncharacteristic. So um, I actually quit my very cushy, I would say, 10 to 4 job um, in high tech right after, you know, when I graduated from MIT. Obviously, when you do that, the world is your oyster and you have all those tech companies um, basically wooing you. And I landed a job in, in California, in Los Angeles, where I wanted to live. And most syndicators that I know, they start syndicating on the side and then they make the full transition once they're, they have enough income from the syndication business. And I decided to jump to the cold water, not dip my toe, but just immerse myself in, in that experience. And I knew that I had to kind of um, burn that bridge. And I never looked back. Well, obviously it was, I didn't burn any bridges per se, because it was all, you know, everyone understood what I was doing. It was all fine, but I I didn't just storm out of the company one day. Um, But, uh, and I'm actually speaking with the CEO and and hopefully he's going to become an investor at some point, but just basically leaving everything before the company had enough cash cash flow to sustain me. I just decided to take the risk. And that was the best decision that I've made. Can you name a time where you felt like you were not going to end up successful? How did you overcome that fear or belief? That's such a question because I I always believed that I could do it no matter what. And I knew that it would take some time. Um, probably very early on, I there were some moments of doubt when I was back when I was a lawyer, whether I'm going to be able to become that real estate owner that I w- always wanted to be. And it was a long time ago. And I don't know how I got rid of those feelings. But I think, you know, going and getting an MBA was also another way of saying I'm going to get some validation before I'm going to start my, you know, my new life in in America probably was because 
because of that, because I didn't think that, okay, you know what, I can actually do it without any recognition, anything that anybody can recognize and relate to in the States, probably. But usually I just, and I'm, and I'm not, I'm not bragging, but, but by no means, but I usually say, Hey, this is my goal. This is where I'm going to get to. And I just make it happen. It, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a long time, but I don't, you know, that that's kind of how I operate. And my next big goal starts with a B to become, you know, a, a $10 billion company. And I'm going to get there. Probably I, I gave myself 15 years to get there. And I hope I'm going to do it maybe earlier. But that's uh, kind of, to your question, that's, that's kind of how I operate. So, Can you name a time where something in your business went perfectly? And what did you do to make that a reality? Perfectly. Nothing goes perfectly, especially not in real estate. Uh, I wish that that was the case. I'm trying to think something that went perfectly. Um, I would say one of the, the the first times that I actually had a booth at a real estate conference, things kind of went perfectly because I expected some traction. I expected some people to come and talk to me. And it was, it was pretty overwhelming, the amount of people that recognized me and the amount of people that were interested in my mentoring program, for instance. So I think it, it went almost perfectly uh, in that sense when you're doing something kind of new and you expect some traction, but then you get this, this amazing, you know, feedback. Um, but normally, you know, nothing goes perfectly, at least not according to my standards, so. I still have a long way to go, to go. What have you been focusing on lately to improve yourself or your business? So we're actually, we recently we've implemented OKRs, which are what they stand for objectives and key results. And it's a way of basically looking at the company and saying, okay, what are the main objectives of this company? So for instance, to buy X amount of units in 2020 or 2021, and then that's the objective, and then the which answers the question, what? And then the key results are answering the question, okay, now how? And so that you break it down, the main goal, you break it down to three to five hows and how you're going to achieve the main goal. And then you delegate those different tasks or different key results to different players in your company, different teams. That's one of the things that, you know, we're implementing in, in, in my company. And I was inspired to do it by, after I read a book called Measure What Matters, because I really feel that if you're not really focused on the main goal that the company should be focused on, you can lose track of what's important and focus on the wrong things or things that are fun to do or nice to do or the quick wins, but they're not really generating, you know, they're not huge contributors to your bottom line. And this is what you want to focus on. Thank you for listening. This has been the Making Money in Multifamily podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or would just like to connect, please feel free to check out the show notes for how you can connect or visit longviewacquisitions.com.